Welcome to The Light of the World, and this is Jerry G. Martin. How challenging is it for you to find peace and harmony and even love in your relationships? Today we're going to bring you a message by Pastor Jackie as she has been focusing on relationships with the series called What's Love Got to Do With It? Looking at the love languages and how we communicate and how we serve each other and how we relate to one another. I believe these messages will be a blessing and a benefit to you, whatever relationship you have, if it's in your marriage or your family or your employment, God wants you to have a beneficial and blessed relationship. So come and go with us today as we continue to walk in the light of God's word. Call someone and tell them to join you as you listen to Pastor Jackie with What's Love Got to Do With It. This is a new command that I give you. And this command is that you're going to have to love one another. See, I believe Jesus knew something. He knew that once he left, they were going to have to endure one another. That they were going to have to, some hiccups in their relationships. He knew that everything was not going to be smooth or sailing. He knew that there was going to be some things that happened in the disciples' love and in the disciples' life. So therefore, he reminded them. He says, listen, I need you to understand this. This is not an option. I give you a new command that you love one another. Then he says, just as I have loved you. So how has Christ, Jesus himself, loved us? His love is unconditional. Oh, and I'm so glad it is. It's unconditional. He has given us unconditional love in spite of who we are, in spite of the mistakes that we've made, in spite of the challenges that we've had in our life. He's loved us unconditionally. His love has been sacrificially. And we know that because he demonstrated himself by going to the cross, sharing his, shedding his blood for each and every one of us. He made the ultimate sacrifice. So it is sacrificially with forgiveness and it is eternal in other words when God extends his love towards us he never rejects us he never redraw his love back he never says listen I gave you some love and I give it back to me his love is forever and so believers are to love each other that way it is a requirement for us to love each other so it is a requirement for the believer. So that also goes for your relationship. Hopefully you are in a relationship with another believer. You still have to love those people that are around you. Even those that don't even know the Lord Jesus Christ. You still have to love. John chapter 15 verses 12 says this. John says, my command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. He was indicating again what God, Jesus was saying. He said, this is my command. Now, when if something is penned in the word of God more than one time, I believe that God intends on getting our attention. John says, he says in verse 15, verses 12, he says, my command is this. Love each other as I have loved you. Greater love has no man than this, to lay one's life 
down for a friend. But I like where he ended it right here. He says, you are my friend if you do what I command. So what Jesus was saying, you are a friend of God if you're going to walk in obedience to what I am commanding you to do, what I am requiring you to do. You are my friend. So it's not an option to love. We don't get to wake up in the morning and say, well, I'm not going to love my spouse today. Now, you might not like them, but you don't have a choice, but you have to love them. You might not like everything they do. You might not like everything they say. You might not like their response to you, but you have to love them. This command I give you. Love each other as I have loved you. So it's understanding how your spouse and your loved ones receive love is crucially important to the health and the longevity of your relationship. So I believe we have to get a good understanding. See, social media and media itself has given us a perception of what genuine love is and what they are portraying what love is is not what love is according to the word of God. We've talked about it several weeks ago. So, but it's important if we're going to have relationships that last. I don't know about you, but I didn't get married to get divorced. I got married to stay and to live. When I stood before the Lord, I made a commitment in life and death. That, what does that mean in sickness and in health? What does that mean? It means in the good times and in the bad times, I'm going to still be there. See, we don't get married to say, oh, well, I'm going to get married to somebody. And then, well, you know, three years later, I'm going to trade them in and I'm going to get a new model. You know, some of us uh, that has been demonstrated in our homes, uh, soon as we have conflict, uh, soon as we have disagreements, uh, we can't get on one accord. We just throw in the towel and say, you know what, I'm going to trade him in or trade her in for a new model. But see, what they don't understand is somebody that's going into that other relationship and that somebody is you. So you're going to bring your old baggage into this new relationship. Oh, yes, you're going you're gonna to ride the high roads. It might be good for a couple of years. But then you're going to get back to that same, same old process. You might as well just, I just want to encourage y'all this morning, stay in the process. <laughs> you might as well let God refine you in the process. You might as well let God minister to you while you're in the process. So this morning I want to look at the other three love languages so that we can understand the love languages of those that are around us. So let's look at love language number three is receiving gifts. See, gift giving is a universal part of the love relationship. It is a fundamental expression of love that transcends cultural barriers. What do I mean by that? When you go to other countries, sometimes what they will do is to present you a token or a gift because you are coming into their home. So it is something that transcends cultural barriers. 
And see, when you give somebody a gift, you must be thinking of someone to give them a gift. Gifts itself is a symbol of thought. It's saying that I'm thinking about you, you on my mind. I thought enough about you to go and do something and to present you with a gift. It doesn't matter whether it costs money or not, but it matters most that you thought about him or her. Now, see, if you've been married any time and that this is your love language of receiving gifts, uh, uh, you probably will have struggled uh, in that area with going backwards and forward with your spouse, trying to get them to understand this is my gift. It doesn't matter how much it costs, but I need you to pour into me. I need you to show your love for me by presenting me with something. I remember the first years when Pastor Jerry and I uh, got married. I, I came from a home that uh, we were, you know, touchy, filly, huggy, you know, giving gifts for Christmas, holidays, and all of that kind of stuff. And our first Christmas together, he was like, we're not having no Christmas tree. I was like, what? No Christmas tree? No presents? I said, baby, we don't do it like that at, at my house from where I come from. So we had to learn how to merge both sides of the family. We had to learn how to merge those sides of the families together, all right? We had to learn how to give gifts. Because that used to be my primary love language. It's no longer my primary love language because I believe you can change over the years. But it used to be my primary love language. And so it spoke love to me when I was presented with a gift. See, it's not just a thought. I want you to understand. It's not just a thought that is implanted in your mind that count. But it is the expressions that you actually go out of your way. I used to think, oh man, he went out of his way to go and buy this for me. So you go out of your way to secure a gift and then to bring it back and to give it as an expression of love. What does it say? It says to the person who give, whose love language is receiving gifts, I love you. See, some of us need to hear it through affirmation, but some of us need to, for it to be demonstrated by like, put your, you know, your money where your mouth is. Y'all know what I'm talking about. <laughs> and see, I don't want you to get him uh, uh, to get a misunderstanding or mistake this love language for materialism. That's not what it is. All they're saying is one who has the love language of receiving gifts is that that they uh, thrive on give receiving gifts because of the thoughtfulness or the effort behind the gift. See, gifts is a visible symbol of love. Visible symbols of love are more important to some people than others. Let me give you a good example. The wedding ring. When you get married, most people get a wedding ring, right? And if you're married, you want to wear that wedding ring. And if that person that you're married to is not wearing that wedding ring on a constant basis, you want to know what's wrong with them. Because this is my symbol. This is my gift to you. This is symbolic of my love for you. This is how I express love. 
to you. So girls, when you get your wedding ring and it's not the size that you want it to be, just keep on praying. By the 10th year, you'll get an increase. You know, maybe year 35, you know, it'll go up a few more carrots. <laughs> but it's a symbol. They're doing the best they can do at the moment. So receive it as a symbolic of love. Don't, don't put it in a drawer and say, no, this is not what I desire. Because what you're doing is speaking rejection. What are you doing is saying, listen, what you do, your effort, your time, your talent, whatever it took to get this gift, what are you doing? You're telling them it wasn't good enough. And when they're saying, listen, I worked hard to try to get this gift for you. I worked hard to get it. And I'm proud of my gift. It needs to be received in a way where you're saying, thank you. I appreciate that. This is Jerry G. Martin, and I've been listening right along with you as Pastor Jackie has brought us this message on relationships. More and more, we're finding that believers and unbelievers alike are going through some of the same things in their relationships, whether it's with their spouses or with family members or with co-workers or even members in the church. These messages have been brought to you to help you to work through and walk through some of those challenging times. It could be understanding how we need to share with each other in our gifts or how we need to respond to those who are unlovely. There are always opportunities for the believer to be Christ-like in every relationship that we have. Now, if you want to hear today's message again in its entirety, you can do so by going to our podcast at The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. Again, that's The Light of the World Daily with Jerry G. Martin. You can listen to today's message as well as previous messages that you've heard on this broadcast. As always, I give you my invitation to be our guest. We're meeting in person every Sunday morning at 16161 Old Humble Road. You may not have a church home or a place where you belong, but I want to let you know that God has a place for you and the light of the world is a place to believe and a place to belong. Let me mention that we do have the Beacon Bookstore right here on our campus. If you need Sunday school books, communion supplies, church supplies, books, or Bibles, call the Beacon at 281-441-2885. That's 281-441-2885. Now for the light of the world, this is Jerry G. Martin saying, May the Lord our God richly bless you, and we'll be with you again next time.